Congratulations, you played yourself. Bitch! That is a disgusting ass. I miss doing these. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Hey, Sam, what do you think about, um, you know, us being back in studio? If you actually think, <laughs> if you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the raw at the right time. <laughs> announcement has been paid for by the new world order you are now listening to lucha outsider show available on itunes soundcloud and anywhere you listen to podcasts at lucha outsiders everywhere facebook instagram twitter youtube soundcloud and itunes lucha outsider show Congratulations. You played yourself. Back on camera at home. I'm Leo. I'm Leo. That's Mario. Have no fear. The legend thriller is here. <laughs> the heel, the seal, the deal, the villain yeah. stays chilling. The answer here of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Radar, is back in studio, people. Finally. No, finally. <laughs> back home. Boy, you belong. I'm getting chills. Like, remember when The Rock came back and he had the chills in his hand? That's what it feels like. Is that when he had his promo like written in his hand? No, no. The, or his arm or something? No, he had the promo after that. That's when he when oh, he came through right. like with the that's truck, right. and right. then he saw Lana. That's right. Yeah. That's there you right. go. That's right. <laughs> well, we're back. We're back in studio. Yeah. What's him? Yeah, Sam's, Sam's not, not here. Like but but I'm back in studio. Yeah. After seven long months. This is the first day, yeah, bro, that I see Leo like face to face. You know, don't, we, wor- don't the, worry, I wore my mask when, we, when yeah. I got into the house. But you know, right now we're not, you know, of course, each other. Where, where, where do you go? See, look, Mario's over there, <laughs> and I'm over here. There you go. See, simple as that. But uh, dude, it it feels weird. Like I was telling this to Leo before we started recording. It not that we take things for granted, but mm. you know, with this whole pandemic shit. And stuff, you know, for the most part, everybody's been like either for those that are fortunate that are still working, they go to work and then they come back home. And I mean, there's some people lately that have been kind of loose and still like, you know, they go out to these underground bars, parties, whatever, and parties or whatever. And I'm not saying you can't socialize, but just be precautious, be careful, wear your mask. Careful. If you're not familiar or don't know people don't be around them so i'm not saying that you can't like still live your life but you know you kind of like miss like just hanging out with someone or you know because i haven't seen leo in seven months 
This yeah. is the first time that I come I, to his house. I think la- last time we did the show together, we were like show 98 or something like that. That's what it feels like. The last time we did it a was show. Like 110, 120. The I, last time yeah. we did a show in studio, if I'm not mistaken, and that was not a Red Bull. <laughs> no, I know. I, I clicked it by mistake. My bad. <laughs> so the last time we did a show, if I'm not mistaken, in studio, it was right when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Before people, right it was, I just came back from Chicago. Yes. From AW Revolution. And I remember what we did. We did like a special episode with like themed theme songs and stuff. Remember? Yeah, I remember and I was like, oh shit, we're going to get blocked. And we didn't get blocked. <laughs> that was um, that was the episode that, that we did. That was the last time we did an in-studio episode. And then ever since that, we've just been doing Zoom. But Yeah. And and you know what? And, and, you know, to your point, and what's up to everybody that's there? What up to Troy Smith? Salute from the Council of Commentary. Um, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we're here. What up to Jessica Hoffman, Kent Dinkins, and everybody that's there. Hey, old man Leo returns is like Cena number 30 of the Rumble. Come on. Can I get a clap at least? Like, Hold Cena's going uh, to get booed. There you go. Yeah. Man, I missed the drop, bro. Number- <laughs> <laughs> See, there, there are perks to doing the show from studio because, first of all, you know, we're here. We don't have the delay from Zoom. But then also, you got the computer in front of you and you're able to do the drops. And then I got a new thing, new gimmick now. Yeah, that I still have yeah. to figure out what I'm going <laughs> to, like, use it for, but I have one of these. <laughs> there you go. Uh, clap, uh, clap, Leo, clap, Leo, clap, Leo. Anyway, uh, what up to our boy Fat Mania? What up to Scott Randall? What's going on, gentlemen? We are here. Uh, we're going to talk about everything that's going on in wrestling. And it's funny because, you know, uh, we don't talk every day with Mario. No. But when we do, it's like, we're back up. We're here. We're again. We're wrestling. We're, you know, everything else that's going in between. So, And on top of that, when we do talk... We don't really talk about wrestling. No. We talk about like other stuff. We we talk more about wrestling here on the show Obviously, than anything I else. Mean, we do a show. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense for us to talk about wrestling. So uh, before we go, we go further along, and I kind of you know messed it up a little bit before, but we're gonna I think it's uh, time for nondescript uh, domestic beer time. There you go. Turn it on. Like Stone Cold, I actually dropped it on my face. Um, <laughs> Oh God! Thank you for Chofuvolio for sponsoring this time. But no, so no, it's too early. <laughs> I had to. So we're here. There's a lot of stuff going on in wrestling. Uh, little by little, you're you're getting glimpse of what the future holds for everything. Um, you know, you have some indies starting up again. You have some uh, New Japan news coming out. You have some WWE and Thunderdome stuff, but. You know, we're. I think we'll take this this quick second to say, you know, thank you, thank you for being with us the whole time. Thank you for putting up with us, you know, with the whole Zoom thing and and, and all the issues that we might have had. But we're here. We, but I think for the most part, we it came out better than what we expected it to be. Yeah, <laughs> the some whole people thought Zoom it was gonna be thing. shit. Yeah, and and we're not saying that the whole Zoom chapter's closed. You know, that huh? I I already deleted it from the computer. No, mentira. Then, you know, if that would have happened, I would have already gave you one of these. Congratulations. (laughs) You played yourself. You know, there might be a a, a time where we might have to do another Zoom episode. But for now, let's be happy that I'm back in studio. Of course. Of course. So, uh, yeah, guys, share the video. Let us know what what you guys think. And also, for the little gimmick thing, let us know what Mario should use it for. Oh, yeah. Little, well, we got to figure out what we're going to use that for. So let us know in the comments down below. Uh, what do you think we should do that with? But let's 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 start 
empecemos with uh, with wrestling. What's going on there, Mr. Rated R? So I didn't break it, just in case. I don't know. You didn't break anything. <laughs> you didn't break anything. But let's start with I literally have a wrestling story before I even Already? got yeah before I came nice. to the uh, to your house. I, I just was hanging out with the Good Brothers, Doc okay. Owls, Carl Anderson. Nice. Let's check this out. So they did a signing in um, Wrestling Universe. Wrestling Universe is a store out in Queens, right? They have like two different locations for it. Okay. The first time I've ever been there. I normally don't go to signings, but this one is like, oh, it's the Good Brothers, yo. I I <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta take this drive over there. So. Yeah. On the way over there, like I normally do, I'm either listening to podcasts or listening to something. Their newest podcast dropped. And okay. in the episode, if you listen to Talk and Shop, they talk about so many nonsense, ejaculating stuff. But like Doc Gals kept on putting over the event that he hosted for his wrestling promotion, uh, Laredo Pro, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And they just had a show called Jackson Slam. So when they, they were talking to Rocky, Rocky Romero, whatever, and they were talking about the event... From time to time, he would just be like, Jackson Slam! Like, and, you know, Carl. So it's like and, Leo. What about the girl? Right. Carl <laughs> and Rocky would just pop. Yeah. And that just stuck with me. So when I went to go, uh, you know, like say what's up to them, that's the first thing that popped up. I was just like, Jackson Slam! And Doc looked at me and was like, Jackson Slam! And then they both just started laughing. And they're like, yo, was that? from the episode of last night and i think his wife uh doc Alice's wife mm-hmm. was sitting there at the table right next to him selling merch so she goes like didn't you guys just record that and i was like <laughs> he was like you listening to the, the, the episode and i was like yeah i was listening to it on the way over there and we took the picture we threw up a too sweet and i just told him like hey i'm i'm happy for you guys you guys seem really happy with everything you're doing with impact and you know eventually going back to new japan they're, they're just good they're legit yeah good brothers you could tell they're carny as hell but like they're just funny dudes or whatever um shout outs to wrestling universe uh they they definitely uh they ran shit like safe mm. and secure everybody was wearing masks they checked your temperature before you go into the store so nice. it's not one of these fucking uh rinky dink fucking flop shops yeah <laughs> where fucking you know the, like let me check your temperature right, you, put, you, you know, hold the back of your hand to their exactly it's not, it's nothing <laughs> like that so shout outs to them and I, it was a great experience you know yeah. i think everybody that that went there today to to meet the good brothers had a good experience so uh, shout out to the good brothers and and you know what like and and this is my, my thought process on all this right like and and if you guys don't listen to Futboleo, you should listen to it at Show Futboleo everywhere. I'm going to get my little plug-in, cheap plug. Um, but I was talking about this on the soccer side, right? And and it kind of transfers over to the wrestling side. Things are going to open up again. You're going to have events again. You're going to have things like this. Now, kind of to what Mario was saying before, you know, you still have to take care of yourself. But I think now we be, we've become more aware of things. I think we, we took a lot of things for granted, not mm-hmm. only on, on the what we did our day-to-day, right. but just everything in, in, as a whole. Now, I like what they do because, you know what, these signings, and, and I know we'll get to the whole Twitch thing in a minute, but oh. this is another, <laughs> this is another, I know, I, I jump ahead. Um, this is another form of income for these wrestlers. You got you to gotta understand one thing. Absolutely. It, if we could do this for fun, then... You know, we wouldn't have any issues. But you know what? We all got to pay bills, you know? And and wh- I think one of the things that a lot of people don't understand 
And and I was listening to the Kurt Angle podcast with Stone Cold you on know, the sessions. Did you hear? Did you listen to that at the end when he throws the jab at Goldberg? Dude, I listened <laughs> to the whole thing. Like I was tired. I was supposed to go to sleep, and it was so good that I stayed up with it. But what I'm saying is, people here. No, you know what? Uh, Kurt Angle's first contract was fifty thousand dollars. People are like, oh my god, that's a lot of money. But dude, they got to pay for their travel. They got to pay for their food. You know, if they're not in a WWE uh, event, they have to pay for all these other things that you may think, oh my God, you know, $300,000 is a lot of money. But once you start to chip away and chip away and chip away. It's like, what are you really left Yeah, with? signings like this, you know, and if it's in your area, hey, go check it out. I know sometimes we post it on the page that there might be a signing here, signing there. Right. Again, go support these guys now more than ever, mm -hmm. you know. Of course, you got to go and, you know, wear your mask and social distance and everything. Um, you know, uh, uh, far away, too sweet, you know, no contact. But you got to support these things, you know, because, again, I'm pretty sure that what they had hoped for people to come out, it wasn't as much as, as you know, they wanted to. But you're still helping out, mm -hmm. you know. If you see something on, on Facebook about a wrestler, you know, signing these uh, two-by-fours or whatever, just go and look at it because every little thing helps them. Remember, most of them, this is their only source of income. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Good Brothers may have a, a podcast. They may be running shows, but the money has to come from somewhere. You know what I mean? It's not like you can have fans, and I think that whole leads into the whole Twitch thing, but I'm not going to jump ahead of you. Uh, so, yeah, just support your, your, your local wrestlers and things like that. Dale. You mentioned the Twitch thing, and I don't want to touch on that yet. You sure? Because I'm ready. I know you're ready, but wait, like I kind of want to like I kind of I kind of want to balance it out and talk at least good for the no. WWE before we then bury them. No, no, actually, I'm on the good side, but I'll explain later. Okay, so Dale. they had Clash of Champions last Sunday, which for the most part I thought was a really really good pay per view, top to bottom. Yes, the three matches that stood out mm -hmm. was a three way ladder match for the undisputed Intercontinental Championship: AJ, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy. Man, dude, this ladder match was so good. Mm -hmm. And I love the created finish at the end with yes. Sami Zayn fucking like ho hooking fucking Jeff Hardy's ear to mm -hmm. the ladder. And then the way they did the, the whole um, handcuff scenario nah. where Sami wanted to handcuff AJ and then AJ got to the bed of them and then when he suplexed them mm -hmm. in the process of the suplex. And it's like, you wouldn't even think of it yeah. until you finally see like, yo, Sammy handcuffed himself onto him. I thought that was such a creative finish. And then him having the key and then unlock himself. And the whole match was really, really good. Well, because they use, they don't use the, the, the ladder match as a prop. They use it more as another competitor, if you will. Right. You know, like, and, and I think with, a lot of these handcuff things, there's only two ways you can go around it. You know what I mean? You do the whole handcuff right. on the corner and you throw dog food on him or you hang him from the, from the top rope, you know? But, again, this is something new. I don't remember seeing anything like this. i never seen something like that, too. And so. and people forget, Sam, you know, breaking, breaking kayfabe, mm -hmm. Sami Zayn as El Generico... Dude yeah. had amazing ladder matches in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Some of the best, some might say. So people forget that Sami Zayn, he, he's, you know... It's, it's not the same guy, to... though, Mario. It's not the same guy. <laughs> El Generico was a Canadian luchador, and Sami Zayn is a Canadian well, wrestler. Well, where's El Generico <laughs> right now? 
All I'm saying is I haven't seen El Generico and Sami Zayn in the same room, so I don't know. No, it goes the other I way. Thought this, anyway, I yeah. thought this match was really, really good. No, it was. And it might be a match that we talk about at the end of the year. Another match that was really good, I enjoyed it more than what I thought I was, mm-hmm. was that ambulance match between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Yes. I don't know why I enjoyed it, and I know what some of you Michaels. might say. Oh, but you had all these legends, you know, Big Show and Christian and Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, like, interfere in the match, and it kind of uh, makes Drew McIntyre look weak. I didn't see it that way because guess mm. what? It was an ODQ match. Of course. So it, it really didn't – if, if to a- me, it didn't really play a factor of Drew looking weak. Okay. It didn't. They were trying to get the receipt. Of course. But but that's the thing. So and, – and I think with Flair, right, how long ago was that punt kick to Flair? Uh, was it like maybe it, it was before SummerSlam? So I want to say maybe a month. Okay, month or so ago? you're actually getting a payoff that you forgot that you forgot happened, right? Because mm-hmm. you remember Shawn Michaels, you remember Christian, right? But the Ric Flair thing, and I think that's what what kind of brought everything together. That was the icing on the cake. Exactly. Yeah, like oh oh shit, the big show. Oh shit, and that was a, and that was the perfect spot for Ric Flair because you know Ric Flair wasn't going to get he, physical. He can't take a bump. He yeah. wasn't going to get physical, but just I mean, him driving off with the ambulance was just the perfect spot. I was for waiting for him to like hit the, the the like the side or something. Like maybe he mistimed right, it, you know, right, his right, age, right, right. you know, hand-eye coordination. But you know, and the the last thing that the last time that Flair got physical was I think when they were pulling him. Uh, remember, I think it was a Batista when he pulled him from like the, um, oh, the backstage when, when Batista was dragging Flair's yeah. body off when they the closed the door room. like yeah. oh my god he hit him and then he's right. like dragging him <laughs> yeah. but you know and at the end of the day it actually it made sense you know it made sense in, in what the match was supposed to be it made sense story wise and I think if you're one of those people that say no but it made uh, Drew McIntyre look weak then you know what we're looking at two totally different things. Because you knew this was going to lead up to a Hell in the Cell match between these Of course. These two. It has to be. Well, like, when nothing can contain it, Hell in the Cell can. Right. And, you know, you know, fast forward to Monday Night Raw, when you have Randy Orton saying, like, you know, I'm Randy Orton. I get a title shot whenever the hell I want. Mm. The only thing that I just thought was funny was towards the end of the show with the whole eye vision, <laughs> night vision goggles and oh who they say it seemed like? it well i posted a picture on our on our ig yeah he reminded me of archer yes archer yes. you know the cartoon archer mm-hmm. that's what it reminded me of but a lot of people were saying a lot of different things he uh, looked, they, to me he looked like a 99 cent cyclops like and he, then <laughs> you have then you have these two jack offs on our social media Saying like, oh, those are welding goggles. Like, nobody thinks they're all night vision goggles. It doesn't matter. Like, thank you, Captain Obvious, okay. for telling us, oh, it's welding goggles. No, anybody so, that so, actually okay. thinks they were night vision goggles, okay. like, really? It's it's a prop. Right. If you actually thought that somebody's ashes were in Paul Bear's right, urn. Right, right. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, welding goggles. Or, or, like, who gives a shit? Or, or that, that Jeff Jarrett actually used that guitar to play. This, okay. Back up a little bit. Did you ever say, did you ever see Jeff Jarrett play the guitar? He wasn't playing. I know. You, again, did you ever see Jim Cornette play tennis? No. Exactly. It's a prop. It's supposed to get something across. Hey, hell in a cell. He could take those glasses, use them as a weapon. That's all it is. I swear people. It got you talking, right? 
I got me talking, and I didn't That's hate. The, I didn't hate the. I didn't hate the ending. I just thought it was a. It was very like Looney Tooney for me. Yeah. By the way, people are saying nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so they've never seen, you know, the guitar. They've never seen playing tennis again. It's a prop. Oh, they're welding uh, goggles. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Okay, well, you want to wear the one that looks like the goalie mask? Boom, those are welding goggles too. The, and, and you know what? <sighs> just a, a little nitpick on also like the legends kind of just playing yeah. poker or whatever. Like, I didn't like that either because it's like, all right, you guys opened up the show with Drew mm. and kind of giving like a legend's blessing to Drew. And then Drew went on to like individual person telling like kind of a story, right? Mm. So like, if... That's your boy, right? Meaning like Michaels, Flair, Christian, and Big Show. They're supporting Drew McIntyre. Why aren't they backstage watching the Drew McIntyre match? Mm -hmm. Like there's too many holes for me. Yeah, it's a plot hole. Right, and then you get, you know, the Looney Tune ending (laughs) with him turning off the glass and you hear like all these sound effects in the background or whatever and everybody just laying. I I don't know. I'm not saying I hated it. Mm. It was just a little bit too cartoony for me. Too campy. Yeah. Yeah. It was too campy. It was too. It was too hard to believe. Wrestling is hard to believe as it is. You know what I mean? Like you're telling me the big show is gonna hit you in the face and you're not gonna like, I don't know, disappear. But you have to kind of walk a, a thin line between credible and campy. Right. 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 And and I think overall, not taking anything away from the show itself, but overall, I think WWE for the first time in a while actually put on a enjoyable show no, i won't say in a while because i really enjoyed SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. so i won't say and no i'm talking about like raw like like right that well, kind I, of show I, I guess not including pay-per-views or the nxc brand yeah which is going to be a show tonight uh i'll i, I enjoyed clash mm-hmm. i really did enjoy clash like listen we enjoyed clash and what was it like a couple weeks ago like early september aw they flopped all out yeah no and and, and we and they, that's supposed to be their quote-unquote yeah jace but but again like so when we look back at all this right and by the way jessica hoffman is saying he did look like archer yeah he did did. Uh, (laughs) but when we look back at this it's very easy to blame the virus it's very easy to blame hey you could ding it for coronavirus uh (laughs) you could blame it on the virus but i think at the end of the day we're all dealt more or less the same hand right so anybody that produces content for YouTube, for Facebook, for a podcast, we're all on the same boat where, you know what, we all had to adapt. You know, luckily for what we do here, and my crazy ass, we already kind of have most of this stuff figured out before it happened. But Fucking Leo had the Thunderdome <laughs> before there was a Thunderdome. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, right. bitches. Imagine uh, <laughs> if we would have named this shit the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Season the cis. Right. Uh, <laughs> let me ha- let me have your income. Uh, but <laughs> what I'm saying is this. AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, NWA, they all have to deal with the traveling. They all have to deal with no uh, fans. They all have to deal in some way, shape, or form with more or less the same deck. So I think AEW's scapegoat is, okay, you know, it was lackluster because of the pandemic. If we would have had people in the show, it would have been better, right? I, you know what? I won't even say, I won't even say, say that. I just mm-hmm. think they just had a bad show. And I'm not saying everything about no, the no, show No, no, but what bad. I'm saying is it's easy for them to blame that. Right. Take that but, aside. But you know what? You know what's the, but here's the positive about AEW, right? Yeah. The positive about AEW was they 
had a very questionable pay-per-view in early September. But guess what? They followed it up with an amazing yes. dynamite. Yes. And and that's why I said that on that show. If you would have flipped those, I wouldn't have been mad. Because right. for, for what the pay-per-view was, it was an okay dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. But for that dynamite, how good it was, it would have been an awesome pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You know? Top to bottom. But you know what? With with everything that's going on, you do see, again, like I said at the beginning, you do see light at the end of the tunnel. You do see improvement. You mm-hmm. do see, you know, New Japan. You're getting fans coming in. AEW, you're getting some asshats coming in that want to fucking hug uh, Dean Ambrose. Because uh, they want to congratulate don't, don't him. Don't get me fucking started uh, when it comes to the fans that are going to Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go on a rant. I drove since, all the way from New Jersey to see Dean Ambrose. Since I'm back, since we're back in the studio, I'm gonna go on a rant about the about the AEW <laughs> fans in a little bit when we talk about AEW. But back to WWE. Yeah. You know one thing that I am really fucking enjoying right now mm-hmm. about WWE's product. Thunderdome. No. No. This, this Roman Reigns Jey Uso yes. storyline, yes. dude, it, it's just—it's yes. so—it hits home. It's real, yeah. And I said it—it's real to me. And I said it, and I said it Sorry. on the Solo Jones episode, yeah, that I did last week. Everything that Roman's doing right now—good show, by the way. If they didn't hear it, they should go back and listen. Thank to you. It. It's really good show. Uh, it's believable. He doesn't feel like he's portraying someone. No. It feels like this is legit him. Mm-hmm. And even even his in-ring work, if you look at the match he had with Jey Uso, which this is that's another match we're probably going to talk about at the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. the the storytelling in this match, it reminded me a lot of of a of a Brock Lesnar match, except there was story built into the yeah. match where it wasn't like a complete squash. Like, yes, Roman was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Yes, Roman, for the most part, was dominating Jay throughout the match, but then you had these little points of the match where Jay was coming up. Yeah, and it, it made it, it suspended your disbelief for yes. that quick second. And then even like outside, because Paul Heyman's being a different version of Paul Heyman. He's not being the same mm-hmm. Paul that he's he is with Brock. Quiet he's very quiet. He's very secretive. He's very, yes, he's very you know uh, coach esque. It's like, like okay, Heyman didn't always press on Brock like that. Like, he mm. knew his limit. But with with Roman, it's like you could tell, like, he's scared of Roman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? he's playing a different character. Way different character. Yeah. And, dude, Wait, the, even, the, even, the Roman, even, even Roman's attitude in ring, yeah. like saying, the call, swag. Me, call me the tribal chief. Say mm-hmm. I'm your tribal chief or whatever. And Jay <laughs> looking at the camera, he's like, not today, Oos. And then Paul <laughs> Heyman's looking at him saying, like, you're my tribal chief. And Rome is like, I don't want you to say it. I want. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, his I li- whole I like, attitude yeah. is so swag. I just, I love this version of Roman. I just, it, it kind of makes you think, bro, we could have gotten this version of Roman years ago. And yeah. I know there's the argument like, oh, it wouldn't be as effective. And it would have been more where, effective. This is where I'm going to disagree. If mm. you didn't want to make this version of Roman at first, right? The perfect time, people say like when he got booed at the Royal Rumble when he nah. when the Rock tried to put him over yeah, yeah. and that the Rock's face him, was was priceless. A lot of people said they should have turned Roman there. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you would you could have tried to see if he could have won the fans over. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, when we should have seen this version of Roman Reigns, if it was a- at any point in the past, yeah. Was the day he beat under the day after he beat Undertaker at WrestleMania? Because remember that following night on Raw, 
Roman got booed for like 15 minutes straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's not the one where he was like, this is my yard, and then walked out. No, that was the one. Yes, that was the one where he's like, it's I my it was, yard now. But I thought it was against The Undertaker when that happened. Yeah, he beat Taker the night before. That was the following ah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. You're talking about WrestleMania, and, and I'm, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but but you know what? It, this is something that we've been talking about since, I think, day one. Because if you go back, I think we went back to like episode 55 and we we're still talking about Roman Reigns and how they should make him heal. But, again, you needed that progression. You needed for you to be extra mad at the fact that they won't turn him heel because now every little thing that he does hits home. Hits home in the sense that, you know what? We all have cousins that, that we want to get in fights with. And I felt that. You know what I mean? We all had cousins who their brother comes out to like, you know, to say make the save and, and you know, you have this this bully cousin, which is what he's playing right now. But you want that. You need that from and, and there's a different swagger too. Like even like you said, the way he moves in the ring, it's not the uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Vince wanted Roman. I'm not gonna say he wanted him to be identical to John Cena, but that was his new Superstar, right? The thing His is, new toy. The thing is, Roman's not meant to be like a Cena, no. like a Hogan. That's not him. What we're seeing right now on SmackDown, that's Roman. That's who Roman Reigns is. He believes everything no. that comes out of his mouth, his swagger, his body language, everything. We we didn't like Roman because he sucked in the ring. We no. didn't like Roman because we hated the guy Joe, no. Mm-hmm. We didn't like Roman because it was forced down our throats and he sucked no. as a face. Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and it's funny because I was thinking about this the other day. So you have Hogan and you have Cena. These are two guys that before they made it to the WWE, but before they made it into wrestling, they had no ties to wrestling. So there was nothing that you can compare them to. Unfortunately for anybody in that family, right? The Anuahi, you have... You know, the head shrinkers, you have Rikishi, you have Yokozuna, you have Umaga, you have all these guys that you can compare them to. Oh, but your cousin did this. Oh, but your uncle did this. So, and and I think if you're going to book anyone from the Samoan line, you have to book them the way you booked The Rock. Because as a babyface, they won't get across. And if you look at anyone from the Samoan family, they will not get across as faces. Yeah, they might be good as tag teams, you know, but when they're on their own, you don't feel sympathy for them because I look at at, at the Usos. Usos as faces suck. They were terrible. Usos as heels were great. Umaga could never be a face. Umaga could never be a face. Yokozuna could never be a face. Again, when you when you book that that family line, and I think it should be like what you do going forward, is that book try to get him across his faces. If it doesn't work, which most likely it won't, because again, it goes back to that lineage. You look, you look whether you want to or not. You look at Roman Reigns, you see The Rock. You look at Roman Reigns, you see Rikishi. You look at the Usos, you see the head shrinkers. Like again, it it trickles down. So now it's credible. Now he has a different swag to him. And I know people don't want to compare, but I like this version of Roman Reigns because it reminds me of the Nation of Domination rock where his swag totally changed. Right. Where instead of 
hey guys, I want you guys to like me. No, forget you guys. I don't need you. Because then eventually, the kids that don't like him now in five years, now they're going to be 10. Now they're going to be 15. Now they're going to be 18. And, and that's where you get wrestling back to there, what it was. There's a lot of, and we're going to talk. Make more, wrestling great again. Sorry. We're going to talk more about the, the J.O. Uso feud, but a lot of people are saying online, like, this Roman's so good. I can't wait until they, when they turn him finally face with mm. this. Listen. Like, it started up there two days ago. Roman needs to be a heel. I, I And I might be, I might be pushing it like low with this. Mm. He needs to be healed for like a good three years. I, I was going to say two, but I'm okay with three. Because. You you can't change him just because he's having like such a powerful run right now. The dude just got came back at SummerSlam. You, he needs to. They yeah. can't. They can't change him. They need to let him run as a heel for a very long time because he's that good right now. Uh, this is a setup for Rock versus Roman. Yes, but what happens is this. And for the people that are saying that, don't get me yeah. wrong. That's a fa- that's uh, that's fantasy. That's that's no, the but ultimate, but I, that's I, but I think that's what fa- we want. That's the ultimate fantasy match. But yeah. The Not problem, now. what we always criticize WWE is they don't let things play out and they always rush into things. Now, us as fans, we need to stop always rushing into shit. Because yeah. let me tell you something. If this pandemic still is happening, right, towards WrestleMania next year... Do you think we're going to get a stadium at full capacity? No. Absolutely not. No. You and get the, the performance Rock center. is not going to perform at no. WrestleMania and not at a full capacity stadium. It's not going to happen. So no, stop. Because stop I, rushing to we, things. We need to look at it like this. It's a business. It's a business. And then, and again, yeah, I'm jumping up into the Twitch thing. But it's a business. At the end of the day, if it doesn't make you money, then you need to stop doing it. Again, The Rock is not going to come to the Performance Center. The Rock is not going to come to to uh, an Amway Center where you have nobody there. The well, Rock. What, is what about the Thunderdome, Leo? But, <laughs> uh, but by the way, by the way, again, everything's a work in my head. When you do get fans back in, watch WWE still feed that noise with the fans. Ugh. On live. Watch. I'm, I'm calling it now. But what I'm saying is this. Yes, set it up, Rock and Roman. But not this year. Not this year. I, I don't see as much. Now, Don't. hey, who knows? Maybe by end of December, end of December going into early January, maybe this whole thing is done and over with which mm. i highly doubt that no. but if it does happen then hey but you also got to keep in mind is the rock's an actor yeah in the acting you mean business, he's not a wrestler anymore when in the acting business doing movies and all that there's insurance so like if he's filming a movie and there's insurance you think they're gonna allow him to wrestle no you remember superman actually you remember superman you remember captain america when they had to do reshoots and they couldn't shave their face now you think The Rock, they're going to... Okay, these are two guys, right? Uh, Sam Cavill and, and, and the other guy in the Captain America. These are two guys that they don't let them shave. You think they're going to let Chris the... Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. You think they're going to let The Rock get into a wrestling ring where you're not letting them shave? Insur- insurance is not going to... The, these movie insurance is not going to let... Of course. They're, you know, their top build actor, the the main role, fucking do a movie. I mean, do do a wrestling do anything. match. No, it's not it, gonna it, happen. You remember? It kind of worked out when he returned um, for that Cena match, and then yeah, but 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 it was title. different. But, but it, it's different movies though. Also, keep in mind, he was big then, but now he's bigger. But it's different movies, right? You can't compare the DCEU, you know what I mean, to you know 
uh, Witch Mountain or whatever the fuck he was doing at that time. You know what I mean? You can't compare the two. Right. Now, going back to Roman, right? I think if you turn him now, you're going to come into this whole gauntlet. Yeah, see what I did there, right? Marvel? Gauntlet. Um, you're going to come into this gauntlet like the big show. Where every six months you turn him face heel, face heel, face heel. He needs to have a long run as a heel. Exactly. Not being fucking fanboys and be like, oh my God, he's going to be such a great face when he finally turns. No, let him have a fucking strong heel Th- run. This was before your time. But do you remember Bret Hart in the in the Hart Foundation? Absolutely. Okay. The tag team. Not the, yes. not the stable. No, no. The tag team. When Jimmy Hart was managing. Do you remember how much you hated him? How much you hated the Hart Foundation? How much you hated Jim the Anvil Nightheart? How much, how much you hated them? Like, who the hell wears pink and black? Like, you know what I mean? But you hey used man, to hate Hey, man, wear pink, bro. I know. <laughs> but what happened? That whole hatred, right? It played out for when he turned face, he was your favorite guy. You know what I mean? Because, again, you have to let things play out. Uh, Kenneth Dinkins says, remember when he did the Scorpion King? He came back and had one match, got hurt. They had to post back a movie a month. Exactly. Exactamente. Listen, I know we're all wrestling fans, and, and sometimes we, we mark out for certain shit, but, like, uh, this is going to be just a setup for, yeah. for the Rock and Roll, but, like, I just need the people's elbow. Okay, no, you don't need the people's elbow. Eventually, we're going to get that story. I mean, I would love to get that story. Hey, yes. listen, in a perfect world, we would get that story done at WrestleMania. Pandemic is going to be over with blah, blah, blah. 200,000 people right. in the Amway there's, Center. There's, there's too many factors that play into all this. So let's us just kind of take a breather here. Enjoy relax, the Relax and just enjoy what we're getting now. Stop craving for The Rock. Roman just returned at SummerSlam. And, and it's funny because, hey, we got a new Paul Heyman guy. And people are already booking the next Paul Heyman guy. Enjoy this one. Enjoy what we have now. Enjoy it. Again, this is what we've been asking. Now, imagine if this would have happened with Cena. Two seconds in. Oh, you got to turn him face again. No. No. You got to let it play out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with Roman Reigns being a, a, a heel for the next three years. Right? So, back to Jay. You know what I, I really enjoyed about this match that we got with Jay at... um. At Class of Champions, and then mm-hmm. what we saw on Friday night is I was one of those people. Hey, Jay Uso's a great wrestler, right? But he's a tag team guy. He, yeah. The match that he told with Roman on Sunday, selling for Roman and him just not giving up, and then you add Jimmy and they're throwing the towel, mm-hmm. and then they, they fa- copied AEW. Shut the fuck up. Fast no, forwarding. To me, I think they did it better than AEW. Then fast forwarding to SmackDown. We get the other, we get the face off between Roman and Jay, and Jay wanting another shot, and Roman saying like, "Listen, I love you." So You're not I, even looking at me. You're looking if, at the title. If I could give you this title, I would give it to you, but um, the stakes are too high, or whatever. And Jay's like, "I'm for it, whatever." So obviously they're gonna have a hell in the cell mm. match. But fast forward, then AJ comes out talking shit to Jay, and now they have a competitive match. What a and good AJ match! And AJ Styles now, right? AJ Styles made Jay. Yeah, he gave he he made Jay look great. Not saying that Jay is he, a bad wrestler. He lost clean. He lost clean, and now AJ just made Jay a, a, a yeah. he made him the guy, gave him a credible win, and it takes nothing away from AJ because AJ right now at this point of his career is Shawn Michaels 
right before he retired. Yeah, you, or Shawn Michaels you didn't to have to be in the main event or like yeah. world title matches because it was Shawn Michaels. If he lost the match, it didn't hurt him because he was Shawn Michaels. That's what AJ Styles is now. Of course. AJ made Jay on Friday night. Yeah. He made him. He he put his stock up. He put Jay's stock up. Yeah. A uh, little side note. I was actually going down the the whole uh, <laughs> vortex of YouTube. Right. And I got to a video where it shows every single uh, Chris Jericho. You made the list. Okay. The I, funniest one. I've seen that one too. <laughs> the funniest one. <laughs> AJ Styles. You just made the list. And, and your soccer mom haircut <laughs> also made the list. By the way, if you get a chance, you got to go watch it. It's funny as hell. But no, and, and you're right. You know, and that's the thing. Like, we all jump at the fact like, oh, my God, he lost again. Oh, my God, he lost again. You, okay. Guys Randy, like Randy Orton losing helps because you're putting over your champion. Guys like Randy, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Jeff well, Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Even though, in my opinion, Jeff Hardy's not wrestling to, like, uh, the full potential and it's not just fall it's just look at all the crazy bumps he's took out yeah. through his whole career right hey AJ, what, what did Mick Foley say there's only so many bumps inside right. of you you could tell you <laughs> could tell when if you look at the Hardys the way they wrestle and I'm not saying they're terrible it's mm -hmm. just you could tell all those bumps it's, have not what, caught, it's not what you're used to right all those bumps <laughs> have caught up to them now guys mm -hmm. like AJ Bryan and Randy they wrestle to a degree where they lose it takes nothing away from them yeah. Cause they're they they're like Shawn Michaels right before he retired, where he would take these L's and it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't matter because it's Shawn Michaels. So so on that line, do you feel the Miz is kind of in that line? Because the Miz has been around for years. Miz, you know what, Miz, I wouldn't put him at That's good that, question, Leo. Good. Question. I wouldn't put him at that same level, but at the same time, is like Miz isn't, and I think he's an okay wrestler. Yeah. But he's more of a personality. Like, I think when you look at the Miz's career, like, once he's retired, he's going to be known more of the character that he is. So is, Nobody's, is it, his wrestling in-ring career, okay. to me, is not going to be as memorable. Mm -hmm. Him as a character, okay. him and his promos, is going gonna, is gonna to be what's memorable. So it's kind of like, like a Hulk Hogan or an Ultimate Warrior, where they weren't known for their in-ring stuff. They were more for like the entrance and their, and their look and their aesthetic. Kind of. Not, I, not to the, I know, I know where you're going. The Miz is light years no, away. No, 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 no. But, 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 but you mean like, like... Right, 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 right. Like if you look at Macho Man and Hulk Hogan, right? Because listen, if we're talking about Hogan promos... Yeah, no. If you actually think... Mm -hmm. If you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the, wrong, at the right time... Oh, God. Never gets old. Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. Okay, go ahead. If you actually believe in yes. your mind, mind, if you actually think Ding. that I was just the right gay guy, Ding. 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 Good job, Hogan. Ding. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but again, like, you don't need for every single wrestler to win, okay? Sometimes a loss in the long run is a win. What we're talking about here with Jay and Roman, that loss... Coupled with the AJ win, made you look at Jay totally different than just a tag team guy. Yep. That's, I think they're, do, they're doing a much better job with Jay than they are with Biggie. You know, it's funny you say that. And because I want to talk about something else, but since you mentioned Biggie, come on, bro, I got you. We are going to get the street fight yeah. with Biggie and Sheamus on SmackDown. But 
I feel like a little bit of that momentum lost on Big E where everybody was excited. Like, okay, this guy's going to be a single okay. star, but they really haven't done much with him. And hopefully, hopefully, this street fight puts him back over there. Maybe he'll ga gain some momentum Let's there. hope so. I hope. But, like, it's like so, and the, sometimes they do this stop and go shit. WWE is notorious for doing stop and go. Yeah. They'll put the battery behind somebody, and then all of a sudden they'll just take it off. And it's like, bro, and everybody's and fucking and excited for Big E. Stuff, yeah. And it's like, come on, man. But but that's the thing. Like again, if you if you're gonna push, like you can only say so many times you're gonna push somebody until you actually push them. You know what I mean? I could tell you a thousand times. You know what, Mario? We're gonna do a show from the studio. But you actually have to be here for us to do the show from the studio. Yeah. Right. Again, w with Big E, I think putting him with Sheamus lost any hype that you had. Oh shit, Big E is gonna go for the title. Have him go for any title. Have him go for... Uh, you know what I would like, though? Now that Sami Zayn's kind of wrapped up with, you know... With AJ and, and Jeff, Jeff Hardy. You know, that story's already done. Why don't you put Big E in a, with the Sami Zayn storyline? Give him a chance at a title. Right. You don't have to give it to him. No, but just get let's get a, let's get a nice feud going. Because people automatically think, like, okay, one match and that's it. No, you could tell a story here. There could be a feud here. A feud doesn't have to just last and it's one match and that's it. It doesn't you, have to be that way. For you to tell a good story, you need at least three matches. You need the first match for the for the face to go over. You need the second match for the heel to go over. And you need that third match to see, hey, I don't know who's going to go over. Right. right? I don't know who's going to win. But, but again, it kind of... Kind of goes back, and we already have a title for for the show. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it it kind of goes back to we don't let things play out, mm -hmm. right? So if we're gonna name this title something, uh, this show, anything else, we we'll be like, you gotta let it play out because we're talking about the same thing with Roman. We're talking about the same thing with B. And this goes not only for fans, also the WWE because they don't let things sometimes play out. Hey, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need to see 39 title changes, but you give me that one title change that means something, and I'll pop for it. You know what I mean? Like, again, and it's so funny because not in a million years did I think that Jay was going to beat um, AJ Styles clean. Listen, and, it, and it caught me off guard, not going to lie. Two months ago. If I would have told you, yo, Jay Uso is going to be AJ Styles clean, you would be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what, Jimmy he Hurt? Had, we we Jay, need somebody Jay to Uso cover? Jay been on TV. So. Yeah. Who, who's AJ Styles tagging? <laughs> right. You know? AJ, AJ ain't getting pinned, is he? <laughs> but, 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 that, but that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like, let's let things play out. At the end of the day, we're going to get a good payoff, which is what we want, you know? I'm not asking for all of them to be the rock returning. But let it play out. Let Roman Reigns thread that heel persona more. Have him just not be one-dimensional, you know? Have him cheat. Have Paul Heyman get involved. Have him walk out. Have him say, I'm better than you. Those are all heel tactics that you don't see anymore. Mm -hmm. How do you get to hate him so much? Have him do that. Go back and watch the uh, Kurt Angle you know, the three eyes. Go back to the fundamentals. Right. Ha do that with Roman. Actually put some effort into it. And you're going to get nuclear heat. You're not even going to get cheap heat. You're going to get the heat that you want where people are going to talk about it because you know what? It hits home. You know what I mean? Have him go to a show. Tell him, hey, you know what? He's going to come in. He's going to be standoffish. He's going to walk out. Mm -hmm. 
weave that into your storyline. You know, how do you know that that wrestling has a good storyline when it blurs the lines? Right. Right. You know, when it blurs the lines. I know it's two totally different things, but a throwaway line in in Logan, I heard you were in Phoenix, right? You're going to have people that follow the movie and follow the franchise. They're going to know what that's for, but it's, you're also going to get a pop from somewhere else. Again, you're layering these things. Mm-hmm. I don't want Roman to be, uh, come take uh, my title, Trouble Chief. No. Have him do some things, right. you know? Have him try something else. Have him come in with, with that. Wasn't it his grandpa that used to have like the big fucking Samoan thing, whatever? Have him come out with something like that. You know, you, you know, one thing about Roman too is like even before, before this version of Roman that we're getting now, his promos were very robot-like. Yeah. It felt like he was just, you know, memorizing a script or whatever. With this, it feels like he's just shooting from the hip and everything's just coming to his head. And and, and, I, and I think I told you this off the air. Um, but when he go when when he said that line like hey ooze you're looking at this more than at me and I'm the one talking to you mm-hmm. I can see my brother saying that to me right. I can see a cousin say, I can see an uncle saying that to me again give it some some context and I like what they're with the story that they're telling again this I think this is one of the the few storylines that Roman's been in where I'm emotionally invested. Because we're getting a different version of Roman Reigns. Again, emotionally invested. What's going to make you tune into the pay-per-view? What's going to make you tune into Raw? What's going to make you tune into anything? If you're emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. You know? Again, Heyman, perfect. What he's doing is perfect. Because again, like you said, he's not that Brock Lesnar it's advocate. Ver- it's a different version of Heyman. But it's it comes through. Right. You know what I mean? I like the whole little knot when he was like, like you know, moving his head over to go get the the tribal chief fucking red thing that he's wearing. And the thing is, usually, when we used to see Heyman and Brock, right, Heyman would be proud and he would have like this grin on his face mm-hmm. every time Brock destroyed someone. Like, it's right? my boy. It's my Nine boy. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> with this one, Paul looked shook. Mm. He looked like there was a little bit of fear in him. Like I can't believe what I just done. But, but that, but that's so smart. On Heyman's side. And I don't know if it comes from Heyman. I don't know Bruce Pritchard, McMahon. Heyman is heavily, while he's not booking Raw or, Mm. you know, doing creative for Raw, he's heavily involved with the booking of Roman Reigns. And that's perfect. That's perfect because you know what? Why why was Paul Bearer so good for The Undertaker? Because you didn't need The Undertaker to, to make a spot. Or you didn't need The Undertaker to make the facial expression. Right. Paul Bearer did. Paul Heyman does. And in that WrestleMania match, it was all Heyman. Right. His shock made everybody feel shock. I mean, you was there. But but that's what I'm saying. It took the it took the air out of the, the, the stadium. But who did you hear when it took all the air out? You heard Heyman. Yeah. You heard Heyman. He he portrayed to you what you were supposed to feel. Now, what is he doing now with Roman? He's portraying to you what you're supposed to feel. Right. Hey, I'm Paul Heyman. I've dealt with Rhino, with t- Tommy Dreamer, with ECW, with all this. But this is one guy who I'm afraid of. This is one guy, maybe not afraid of, but who I respect. You know, who I respect, who who I have to choose my words carefully. And that's somebody that you should look out for. Mm-hmm. Again, it's beautiful. On the production side, it's beautiful. It's perfect. Fucked on the dump. Go ahead. 
That's All right, let's talk about something that isn't that beautiful. Jessica Hoffman, I'm loving Roman's heel. It's going to get even better as the storyline goes on. Dale. Talk about not as beautiful. Well, uh, you know, no disrespect. Um, and just WWE rushing shit mm-hmm. is this Bailey and Sasha storyline. They had us. Keep them off. They Keep fucking them. had us. Bailey beat the shit out of Sasha. After that beating, Sasha is gonna be the the you know the 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 sympathetic baby face. Mm-hmm. Bailey looked like a badass for once. And what do they do? They fucking rushed it. We get Sasha returning on Clash of Champions, and then this Friday, Sasha doesn't really cut a memorable promo too, which kind of bothers me because I feel like this year she's been doing some of the best work in her whole career, mm-hmm. and now we're getting a title match. At fucking next Friday night on SmackDown, which is probably going to be a smudge, and then we're going to get a Hell in a Cell match at Hell in a Cell, which it's too much. I didn't want to see Sasha Banks on my TV for months, but they fucking rushed it. I know. After that beatdown that mm-hmm. Bailey gave to Sasha, we should have never seen. Okay. She beats her down. Then yes. we get like this uh, update from Sasha, right? Yes. And then Bailey beats her up again. Then that's it. We shouldn't have seen Sasha anymore. No. But no. WWE fucking does not let things play out and they rush it. Now, the WWE, you know, diehards, defenders would be like, oh, well, you get it at the stadium. We needed to see him. No, pause the story. We don't need to see Sasha. We don't. No, divert to something else and then come back. Fucking defend the title. Natalia. Sasha returns (laughs) at the Rumble. That's it. Surprise entrant. Wins it. Boom. Bailey and Sasha WrestleMania. That's what they could have done. But and no, you, they rushed it. And they you, rushed could, you it. could have Bailey on commentary Damn. and her talking. No! <laughs> yeah. No! Totally forgot you had the drop. They rushed it. <laughs> no! No! But again, rushing it, right? You rush it, you don't get the payoff that you want. Right? You know what it felt like? CM Punk. Remember when CM Punk left with the title? And then he went to the Cubs game and, and not only was the WWE talking about the Cubs game, but also MLB, ESPN, SportsCenter. They brought Punk after two weeks. I know. What they should have done with Punk is, yo, let him fucking take that title to these independents and let him take it to exactly. Ring of Honor. They they should have... The, the, what they did, with, that was such a missed opportunity when Punk was WWE champion. The summer of Punk. Now with Sasha, you did the same thing. You did the exact same thing. They Again. rushed it. They rushed. Again. They ruined. I don't need I'm, to. I'm not going to say it's ruined, but it's not looking Bro, good. You, you, how many doctors do you know, WWE? Just have Sasha Banks go take a, a photo op with a doctor and say, hey, we just got word that Sasha's hurt. We just didn't have to see Sasha. We didn't I, have I, to see Sasha. They rushed it. I think that they're going for the payoff way too quickly. This and, is a story and you that miss you could have told within months. Of course. But that's why I said Natalia. That's why, you know what I mean, Lacey Evans. These are people that, that you don't need them to win-win. You know what I mean? But just like you have transitional champions, you can have a transitional feud. You can have a tra- transitional feud where, you know what, you're extending the storyline. They already have some stuff in between them. Play it out. Again, I, I didn't I didn't like that part of it, but hey, if we were Vince for one day, I actually saw this on, on Facebook the other day. I was like, what would you do if you wake up as Vince McMahon? I would retire. <laughs> Simple as that. Go, Triple H. Go, Hunter. 
But but again, look at look at the way NXT gets booked. Look at the way the main roster gets booked. Look at look at the storyline. Look at again. I'm all about weaving storylines. I'm all about telling me a story. To me, this is a soap opera. To me, this is my novela. I never like novelas. I like wrestling. You know what I mean? By the way, people don't know what novelas are. Soap operas, Spanish. That's what. But we're really good acting, though. I'm saying some bitches got smacked and she was like, "Ah!" Just saying. Uh, but to me, that's my novela. That's my that's my uh, my my escape. Tell me a story, right? You know what I mean? It's not like a, I'm reading a comic book where I should be done in 13 pages. You know what I mean? Like, tell me a story. They just, tell- they're just notorious sometimes for <sighs> rushing shit. But let's talk about one positive thing before we bury WWE again. All right? Huh? What? Let's talk about Twitch? one more positive thing about WWE before Twitch? we start burying them Twitch? again. Twitch? I'm really Twitch? digging the pairing of Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. Yes. It reminds me a lot of Joker and Harley Quinn. Of course. And... I think we could get to the point of this story where, in a way, not saying that Fiend's a puppet, but maybe Alexa has some type of control. Like, everybody's saying that the Fiend has control over Alexa. Mm. But remember, Alexa said, let him in, and then we got the Fiend show up and then beat up KO, and now we're going to get, like, a match next week. But, like, I think there's, like, a way we could tell a story where... Alexa is kind of pulling the strings here a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I'm very intrigued about this story and just the transformation of Alexa Bliss that we've gotten in the last like month or so has been amazing. And the braid, it's awesome. The 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 dreads, the the mm-hmm. pink dreads, and yeah. Alexa's one of those people. Like to me, I don't think she's bad in the ring. I mean, she's no, you know, um, Gail Kim. She, she's no Gail Kim or like Tessa Blanchard or Charlotte. I'm not saying that she's to that caliber, but I feel like or Mickey James, right. She's, but I don't think people give her the credit she deserves because no matter what position you put Alexa Bliss in, she hits a home run with it. And I think that's great. A, a lot of people typecast her. Right. But I think that's that's your number one problem. Right. Now, you said the whole Joker and Harley Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a little step further. I'm going to go into the Marvel side because I'm a little bit more Marvel than Well, than I'm DC. a Marvel guy too, but. You know. But. You remember in, in the earlier movies when they had um, the fuck is it? Uh, Black Widow with the Hulk, right? Right. Do that. Okay. I Do can that. see that too. I could see that. You too. know what I mean? The Fiend is so crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's gonna help her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get to the end goal because we just need to beat up every good guy. You know what I mean? But she's able to control him. She's able to when he's in Fiend mode. Too. I can you know see that I mean? too. So. Yeah, you can go the whole Harley Quinn Joker, and that and that's awesome because she does play a Harley Quinn type. Mm-hmm. But again, add another layer to it. It doesn't cost you anything, right? Where she can just in her gloves heal and 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 whatever the other one is, you know what I mean? And she kind of controls them that way, you know. But but again, we love to fantasy book because in a perfect world, like we would get everything we want, right? But we're stupid. <laughs> simple as that because when you do get something good like this or like Roman right oh no you should change it you know what we're the first ones here when we sit down and we talk and we're the first ones to say you know what I would do this and I would do that right and it's just like soccer where everybody is a coach right or basketball or football everybody's a coach but you're not so whether you like it or not you still have to be okay armchair quarterback exactly 
or como backseat driver. <laughs> you gotta let the guy drive. You gotta let the guy coach. You know, and and we've always been critical on any product that we watch is because again we're emotionally invested. But you know what? If we have to wait two months for something to pay off, we're not gonna be like, oh, you gotta do it now, because that's not the way it works. So let this whole story play out. But WWE, let it play out. Right. I'm okay waiting three months, right? And then uh, Alexa Bliss, Sister Abigail, the Fiend for as the title. As long as they keep their view viewer still emotionally invested into what the product that they're giving us will be fine. Like Dude. obviously, this is like Alexa and Bray. We are emotionally invested. That's why we're trying to see what's the twists and turns with the story they're telling. Exactly. Uh, with Roman Reigns' character ever since SummerSlam, ever since he made his return, ever since they paired him up with Paul Heyman, we've been emotionally invested. We want to see where Roman goes, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we were all invested with the Bailey and Sasha storyline, and I'm not saying we're not invested now, no. but they fucking rushed it. This should have been, they should have prolonged this. They should have made this go into Royal Rumble, then go into media. But no, they fucking rushed I, it. I'm okay. You don't even have to wait for the rumble, right? Because we know nowadays, you know what I mean, it's all face, you know, you still run the Rousey. We have no idea what the hell she's coming back or ever. Charlotte is off TV, so you, it's understandable on that side, right? But give me a month. Right. Give me three weeks. You know what I mean? I don't need her back right away. So, but anyway, that, that that's the way that I see that stuff. I really hope that, again, you let things play out because... I need content. Oh, Leo. Speaking of content. <laughs> see what I did there, right? Right? See? Uh, hey, hey. Speaking hey, of. Hey, we're here. We're here. Speaking of things playing out. Generating content. How's uh, Retribution playing out for you? Oh, my God. That's like. La puta madre que te parió. Hijo de la remil puta. That is a disgusting ass. Oh, man. Hit it one more time. Hit it one more time. Then no. No! No! You remember the Dark Order when they first came out? You remember the Dark Order? Yeah, when they were hitting air. Okay. The Dark Order, what it was at the beginning to what it is now, is night and day. Oh, absolutely. You saw what happened there. Look, Dark Order's over shit. Okay. This whole retribution thing is a missed opportunity. I honestly don't know how you save this. You can't, but you can't save it. The way you could have saved it, right? They have. You had to do a Nexus 2.0 or 3.0 or 7.0. They, they purposely have thrown a monkey wrench at this storyline time and time again. Because listen, the essence of this storyline is now think about it: is they're seeking retribution for. St- for something that's happened in the past, right? Okay. What? The you didn't only, get signed earlier? No, no. Check this out. <laughs> the only person in this whole stable that actually has like a... What's the word I'm looking for? That actually has a reason to seek retribution is Dio Madden, yeah. which now they've renamed the Mace out of all names, right? Why he could seek retribution it is... feels so good. They it put him on so broadcasting good. for Raw to be an announcer and then... He gets beat up by Brock Lesnar or whatever, exactly. and we never see him again. So he's the only person. He should be your, your mouthpiece. He's the only person that really has an agenda to seek retribution. Mm-hmm. T-Bar, which is an atrocious name. He looks like a fake Bane, a watered-down Bane what, or whatever. What's worse? They got my man Dijak. Whatever. They made him shave his Dijakovic. head. Dijakovic! And they got uh. the stupid contacts on him or whatever. 
Then you got Shane Thor fucking walking around with a stupid hockey mask that looks terrible. And Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, which we've just seen on NXT. Now we're going to give them two different names, The Reckoning and I forget what the other name is. I'm, Retaliation. I really don't care about this because I haven't even looked up their names. I just know that they're the goofy people with the fucking mask on. Bro, this is so bad. And to make matters worse, now we didn't see them this past week because of COVID. Because now there's like this whole COVID thing in WWE. Okay. And, and, and Duke, Duke's not yeah, even Duke, a fan of Retribution Duke don't even like it. Duke, you like Retribution? <laughs> see, he's mad. No, he don't like it. Okay, hey, psst, what do you got? So the, the whole thing with Retribution, right? And by the way, people don't know, Duke is our guard dog here. He guards the door. It's okay, Duke. Nobody likes Retribution. Yeah. So... <laughs> it's a it's a missed opportunity. It's it's a you drop the ball. You you basically take something that you got people buzzing, and then you do a whole one eighty. It's but people are talking about this, but not in a positive. No, way. not at all. And keep in mind, I, I do want to at least praise Dijak. Because he, he's going at people on Twitter. So I could yeah. praise him in that. He's doing yeah, but, something. But, but how much not, can Twitter get you? Right. It's not gonna make it's not gonna make a difference. It's not gonna make a difference. Like, I don't know how you save this. Like you, I really You can't. You can't save it. Because the essence of this storyline is they're seeking retribution. Oh no. And to make matters worse, right? Uh-huh. These are supposed to be outsiders that are seeking retribution, right? And they wanna <laughs> And they seek, got contracts. And now they got contracts cut. Well, how do you get contracts? So now you're working for the the company that you want to destroy. What? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> By the way, say what's up, Dante. My son Dante. Just hey, Dante. Me. What's he, up, brother? He. Uh, I gave him an Argentina flag, and his mama went right to the closet and got him a Puerto Rican flag. So now he has both flags up on the on thing. Just tell your mama I got it first. Okay, love you, Dante. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, no, but but you can't save it, right? You, I don't know how. You you can't save it. Why can't you save it? Because it's like... <laughs> you ever play bingo? No. Yeah. Okay. So it's like anything that can happen, right, in a storyline. So let's say you take every single storyline that has ever happened with an outside force coming in to take over. You had the NWA back in the day. You had WCW. You had ECW. You had the Outsiders. You had NWO Japan. You have Los Ingobernables. Like, again, this is like a a, a, a long storyline, right? But I'm not saying take the good parts of it. Take the bad parts of it. Take the bad parts of the NWO. Take the bad parts of Lohingo, anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what <laughs> the WWE is doing with these guys. Like, you, oh, like man, hey, it's like this. this. So bad, like, bro. you need bad. Okay, what are we going to name them? The worst names that you can come up with. Okay, next ball. What are they going to wear? I, I the stupidest mask that you could think of. I wonder <laughs> if Sam secretly is working for WWE Creative and he came up with these names. <laughs> I, I what was the nickname that he came up for us? He said Leo uh, Leg Drop and Moonsault Mario. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I, I'm low-key wondering if Sam is the one that made up these names. No wonder he can't make it to the show. He's oh, writing for oh, WWE. Also, remember, <laughs> remember, he wanted to call LEX New Yorkers. Don't oh forget about that either. Oh, yeah, the New Yorkers. So, so like, I, I really am wondering if low-key... <laughs> Sam is working for WWE Creative, and he made these names. You imagine Jericho calling, yeah, part of the inner circle is the New York Ricans. <laughs> oh, hi, Sam. 
You can't fix that. You can't, you can't save it. Again, uh, again, come up with like the most idiotic thing that you can think of. Like a guy, Terry Taylor, who was big all over the place, and all of a sudden the guy's going to be a chicken and like dye his hair red. Red rooster. But again, like I feel like <laughs> this is a culmination of everything that has ever gone wrong in wrestling, and you're trying to repackage it. Dude, it's bad. Like I said, like, I don't like care. If, if it's it, like it's like you know what you know what it is. Yeah. You know how sometimes sometimes WWE tries to like make their fan base or whatever the audience of people that 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 are investing in their product, they like do something and then they expect you to forget about it. Like, oh, we're supposed to act like they Damn. weren't just feuding, and now they're like tag teaming together or whatever it is. Mm. This is one of those storylines that it's like, okay, we fucked up. You know what? Just forget that this was even a thing. Like, we're we're willing to do that. Because yeah. this is how bad retribution is. We are willing to forget this. We're yeah. willing to forget that this never happened. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know what? You guys tried. Well, no, no. I'm not even say you guys tried. Because you guys didn't try with the, with the horrendous names and this whole stupid Antifa gimmick. Because that's what this whole retribution is based on. And it's so, funny. It's funny how they quickly took him off of Fox. Right. And then they just stay. They're staying on USA. So, but why, Mario? Why did they take him off of Fox? I don't know, man. That's not my department. Because Fox ain't about that life. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> right. So you can't have just, guys walking around. So just the like what I'm saying is let's just let's just forget all this. We don't care about retribution. Just give these talents. Give us proper debuts. Give me a year, mm. Mercedes Martinez. Dijak proper debuts. Can I don't know you, what you're Can you do. have a proper debut after this? Yes. You know what? Because we're willing, us as a fan base, we're willing to... To, to look the other way. Yes. This is so bad that this is one of those times where WWE should be like, you know what? We fucked up. I'm going to bring it back to the 90s right now. This is so bad. This is Aldo Montoya bad. The Portuguese man of war where you were able to forget about him and then actually believe in Just Incredible. By the way, Just didn't know Incredible! That. Again... That's what you that's have to so, do. That's so crazy that in WWE, well, WWF back then, he was just a regular Joe Bear. Aldo Montoya. And then in ECW, he was like the guy. Yeah, the Portuguese men of war. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, and, and it's a damn shame that I remember that too. Uh, but again, it's bad. It's really bad. Speaking of bad. But you're ready to talk about what I want to talk yes, about? Yes, so let's talk about these uh, whole Twitch accounts things. Go at it, Leo. Tell me. Okay. Talk to me. I'm going to preface everything with it's a business and everybody's in it to make money. Okay? Yes! It's a business on WWE side. It's a business on the actual streamer's side. And I think the one person that is using this like a political thing and I'm okay with is Andrew Yang, the the, the Chinese guy that was running for president. Mm-hmm. Right? One thing that, that Mario and I have always had the conversation about and, and we've never actually understood how you're able to categorize, like I'm an independent contractor, me, myself, and I, right? But that means that I pick and choose when I go and do the, the work. If I have something else lined up that's going to make me more money, then you know what? I find a suitable, uh, suitable replacement to cover for me, Right? That doesn't mean that my employer, who I'm a uh, who I am a independent contractor for, that doesn't mean that they own Los Radio. That doesn't mean that they own Lucha Outsiders. That doesn't mean that they own Fubo Leo, right? 
Those are things that I have worked along with people around me and close to me to grow, right? Now, the streamers, it kind of sucks. I think, uh, what's this girl? The, the pasty girl from Paige. Paige. I think she was like 40000 a month that she makes. She was making a shit ton of money off of Okay, that. well, titties. But what I'm saying is this. There you go. Titties, bing. Hey, so what I'm saying is this. I understand the wrestlers, right? I totally understand. But if I was Vince McMahon, I would have done the same exact thing. And I'll tell you why. Don't, don't kick me out yet. I'll tell you why. You have no income, right, from um, live events. You have no income from merchandise sales from those live events. You have no income from you going, you know, like going out and booking these guys. Because, again, if there's a, a, a Sprint PCS or, or Cricket Mobile uh, signing, the wrestler is not making that money. The WWE is making that money. Right? So I understand that part that where the WWE as a business, they've lost on all this. I'm not a fan of let them change their name, but let them do what they got to do. You know what this whole thing reminds me of? Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder was so over with his YouTube, Long Island IZ, and, and, and I Draw Money and everything. WWE grabbed that YouTube page. They posted one video. And they closed it after that. Right? So now, in, in my work mentality, what is WWE going to do? They're going to force them to go and stream on the network. Forget Facebook. Forget Twitch. Forget YouTube. You know what I mean? Now, that kind of sucks. And somebody did make a point. Uh, the guy, the bold guy from What Culture. I forget his name. Simon Miller. Anyway. He goes, okay, I understand this whole thing is happening, right? But what happens when you go back and you have fans? What happens when you go back and go back to touring? Are you going to give them back their pages? Now, you know this and I know this and hopefully people that listen to us also know this. Any type of page, whether it's our wrestling page, whether it's our radio page, whether it's our soccer page, whether it's your personal page. If you don't upload content daily and if you don't update content, good content, People are going to stop tuning in. People are going to, they're going to check out. I think it's going to be counterproductive for the WWE to take over their stuff. Because what if you give it to ba give it back to them in three months from now? They're going to lose 90% of the income that they had from it. You know what I mean? Again, I understand it's a business. If I was a WWE, I would have done the same thing. But I think that's what, today is the day that if you're ever going to have a union for wrestlers, it's today. I, this whole thing just stinks, bro. No, no, no. Hey, I, I, I understand. You know why? Because it's like, no, not only do I own your wrestling name, but I also own your name, too. Like, it's just, dude, this is happening right now during probably one of the, the worst, worst times. The worst times, right? Yeah. On top of people that lost their jobs, not just in wrestling, in general. It just stinks, dude. It it It, it smells like greed. And you don't see any other company doing that shit, but WWE's but, fucking but, doing it. But okay, but but you oh, you also got to understand, right? So you know the soccer team Barcelona, right? Barcelona, right? With Messi, they are the three hundred million 
the 300 million euro club. That means that they have incomes of 300 million, but they also have a deficit of 300 million. Now, how does that happen? They have the income of 300 million, but then they got to pay players, they got to pay this, they got to pay that, they got to pay that. WWE as a whole is a big machine. Take away that little bit of income. Now you don't have things to cover other things. Right. So now you, as a company, and again, that's why I started the whole thing with, it's a business, right? Now, again, that's why I said, if you're ever going to have a union of wrestlers, you know, no pun intended, because we're talking about the union from, you know, Mick Foley, the big we show, Ken Shamrock. Worst intro ever. But <laughs> now is when you need to have that. Now is when you need to say, okay, you know what? And and Xavier Woods, they also took his channel too, right? Uh, up, up, down, down? I think so. I think that's part of that too. Oh. Again, if there's ever going to be a wrestler's union, it doesn't have to be like the Teamsters. It doesn't have to be like anything else, right? Because in itself, wrestling is a totally weird concoction. But now is when you need to have it. I understand both sides, right? Now, again, if I was the wrestler, if I was on the wrestling side, hey, Xavier Woods, what's up? Hey, Paige, what's up? Matt Cardona, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, get people, not only the WWE, but outside of the WWE. Because then what does that do? That gives you, as the performer, it gives you leverage. They're making these, these guys and girls sign new contracts. What tells you that in those new contracts, they're not going to sneak in a little clause that says, hey, if, you're, if you don't stream two days in a row, we'll add six months to your, your, to your reign. It's not right, man. How true is it the whole thing with Rey Mysterio and them adding the clause about getting his daughter involved that he was like against it? I read it in a dirt sheet somewhere. No, I didn't, I didn't read that. Okay. I didn't read that. That's what I read. I, what? I that McMahon that. snuck that into his nah, new contract. That, that sounds like fake news. <laughs> no, but, that that, like but that's what, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know? mm-hmm. But... That doesn't that surprise me. That sounds like some, some shit Christopher Brown was saying in our comments. According to... No, my dear. So, but but again, like... And and in order to understand all this, like, you have to do a little research, right? Because not only do these wrestlers or sports entertainers have their channels and everything, it's an investment that you have to put into it in order for you to be able to generate this type of content. In this studio, we've invested about, I say, like $6,000 all in, right? I'm pretty sure the wrestlers have invested three times as much, right? So now, is the WWE going to pay for that? You know what I mean? So again, I see it from both sides, and it sucks from both sides, but if there's any time for them to get together and form a collective, if you will, don't call it a unit, a collective, See what you did. See, where you gonna be this? No, but but this is when you do it. It it stinks, dude. It it really does fucking stink because it's like it's greed. This is what it smells like. This is what it is. It's fucking greed. But but does it surprise you? For anybody saying like, well, if you run a company or whatever, and you're employee, these ain't fucking employees. They're independent contractors. But but, but that's what I said. You know what I mean? And 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 I made sure something something is to me. There's something off about. How can you be an independent contractor? Yeah, you're not allowed to do certain things. Because you're not an independent contractor, bro. 
Then they should be they should be title employees because you don't see fucking Impact but AEW New you're Japan not, telling them not. tell them that oh they can't do this indie or but, can't do that but indie. You know you know why they can't be because then you got to give them insurance. Now you got to give them health insurance. What insurance? Right, but if, if you have independent if, contractors, then treat them like independent contractors. But where they're they- not going to because you, you can't you can't give them freedom. That's greed. I and I know that, but it, but again. It's like this. They're scrambling. Come here, bro. We're on the air. Yo. Roman. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Carajo. Sit there. Sit. But that's what it is at the end of the day. They're not. Hey, studio time. But again, they're the not. The disrespect from your kid, bro. He's like, I don't care what you guys are doing. I want to look at the stickers. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to do whatever I want. Right. I'm going to close it. Mm-hmm. It's all right though. And just talk on the mic like there's okay. no tomorrow. Yeah, shut up, bro. We're on the air. Um, but but again, they're not independent contractors. Mm-hmm. They're not full time employees. Because in order for you to categorize them as fully one or the other, you have to pay them. Whether you lose money on the streaming or whether you lose money on where they get booked. Because remember, as having get over here, as having them as independent contractors, right? <laughs> The way you have them, it, it, it just went to shit. Um, but the way the way you have them <laughs> oh, now, this is hilarious. you could tell AJ that he needs to be in, in Metuchen, New Jersey for mm-hmm. a signing, and mm-hmm. he can't say no. As an independent contractor, he could. <laughs> I know. It's like, Roman, bro, we're doing something here, bro. Yeah, I know you need a lemonade, but we're doing something. Can we go back to Zoom again? <laughs> I just <laughs> I'll lock the door. <laughs> but, but again, they're not independent contractors. They're not full time employees. They're, they're not any. Fuck up. They're not any of that stuff, right? So now, in order for anything to happen now, WWE is gonna lose. Remember, we were talking about this about a year ago when we were like, if you take that contract and put it up to any court, the WWE will lose. You know that's true. You know what I mean? <sighs> Dude, at the end of the day, all this shit fucking stinks. It smells like fucking greed. It smells like it smells like a money grab for the company and and it's all coming from Vince and I and I just don't get it. So, and I don't get how some of these town ta- like I get why they're allowing it, but at the same time I feel like some of these guys, like a Page, like an AJ Styles, like an Xavier Woods, that do have power and have a say, it's like, no, fuck you. You're not taking over my account. Of course. Walk out. Walk out. It's, it's funny because I just got a notification about those Twitch accounts or whatever. But <laughs> but um, but that's what I'm saying. So I, like I said, we, I, I, it, it's from a business standpoint. Like I'm not saying I get it, but like whatever. It, it's just okay. Too, you know what it is. There's too many holes here. There's too many fucking holes here. Yes. Going with the the differentiate independent contractor Th- employee. Three weeks ago, you now, were like, yeah, they can right, keep their name and now, now. And now, not only do yeah. they own, not only do they own the wrestling name, but they also own, they also own now their. It just yeah. doesn't. It, to me, it just doesn't make sense, and it just stinks. It smells like it smells like shit, bro. And, 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 it's, and it smells like Vince. And you you know why it does? I'm saying, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you know why why it Not feels Vince, you know why it feels like that? It's and be- this is the reason why. Fucking the good brothers fucking did talk and shop with yes. no fucking problem because what impact is not putting pressure on them saying, No, you can't do talk and shop. No, you can't put out a beer. No, you can't put out a wine or whatever it is that they're doing. 
Instead, the company that they're working for, they're they're backing them up. Yeah. Of course, we'll, of course, we'll promote your stuff. But because at the end of the day, okay, Brian Myers, fucking Kurt yeah. Hawkins. Of course, we're gonna promote. By the way, I'm sorry that he picked Brian Myers because there's a trapero that's also named Brian Myers. And but that's his real name, though. No, no, I know. But I'm just saying. The other guy was there before. Anyway, no, but but I, I understand what you're saying. And then it's like, no, of course we'll promote your podcast. Um, of course. The, the, the figure, the major figure podcast mm -hmm. that you do with another talent that doesn't even work for Impact. Of exactly. course we'll promote that. Company, here's the thing. For everyone that, that, that has WWE in their fucking mouth, all these other companies or whatever, yeah, they might not be as big as WWE, but guess what? The talent are fucking happy and they're yeah. getting paid and they get to do whatever the hell they want. The, the thing is this. WWE already went through their growth period. And remember when AW first came out, and, and I remember talking about this, WWE already went through their growth period. Right now, what WWE has to do, they have to sustain, right? Now, what is worse, growth or sustain? Because when you're trying to grow, you're, you're, you're willing to do anything to help your brand grow. When you're trying to sustain, and this is where the difference is. Have you ever heard the term business is business? Business is business, right? So let's say you work with family members. At the end of the day, you're not going to lose money. So if you have to like fire your brother, you're going to fire him, right? Because business is business. Right. But one thing is business, and another thing is ethical. Another thing is ethical is you're taking money away from them that they were able to grow on their own. Paige, on her page, she does page on her page. She does. See what I did there? She does like um like donations and things like that, you know, right. like like drives. WWE won't let you do it. I saw another meme, by the way, I love memes now. When <laughs> there was a guy with like a penny in his hand and they were like, when WWE sees you found a penny, like, yeah, oh, give me that yeah, penny. You got, yeah, I saw that meme too. I saw the same meme. You know, so is it ethical? Not at all. But that's why I preface everything by saying I understand that it's a business, but it's not ethical. You know what I mean? Now, you need to add COVID. You need to add the lack of money. You need to add investors. You need to add this. You need to add that. So on the business side, I understand where McMahon and the WWE is coming from. All right. Speaking of business. Dale. Uh, it's, it was um, a news tip that came out this week about WrestleMania 37 that it looks like it potentially might be in Tampa because it's probably not going to be in Hollywood. In Tampax? In Tampa, well, what do you? How do you feel about this? Because apparently they're they're already like lining up like venues out in Tampa for for some of their events. You know, Takeover, Mania, it, Raw, SmackDown, all that good stuff. The best thing they could have done is taken it out of the Performance Center, right? With anything, right? right? Well, we have the Thunderdome, and there's rumors that they're looking for outdoor venues, kind of like what Dynamite is doing over yes. with AEW. So now, what? but what happens when it rains? <laughs> Roman Reigns. No, anyway. So, but, <laughs> but this is the thing, right? You can you can think out, you can look further down the line, you could book venues, you could, but you don't know if things are going to open. Again, WWE is banking on 100% open. People will fly. They don't care about COVID. You're going to sit next Listen, to each if other. it was up to Vince McMahon, if he didn't have anybody telling him, like, no, you can't. WrestleMania would have still happened. Of course. All these other independents probably would have can't they would have definitely and, canceled and their you, shows. But if it was up to Vince, he was like, nah, we're still doing it. And you would have had ninety five percent attendance. You would have had ninety five percent attendance to that show. Because again, we're stupid. Right? 
Yeah, I probably still would have went. But I, <laughs> but I, I and know. And you know what? I would have came back and gave myself one of these. Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. And then ding, because you probably would have gotten coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Because you know what? We're all going to get at the end of the day. But anyway, so WWE, again, I understand where their thought process is on the business side. Because I think anybody that gets into business, you want to be able to grow to the magnitude that the WWE is. Right? So remember, it was only uh, in an office in New York, and all they had was MSG. And then McMahon took it to... Wait! To the whole world. This kid is really (laughs) screwing up this podcast, man. So here. So Vincent messed it up two years ago? Emmy Cho. Yeah. So, but no, and, and, and you know what? With the WWE, I really hope and pray that these other companies make it as big as the WWE. Because again, when I when I fully enjoyed WWE product was when they had competition. And that's what you need. I think we're too complacent right now where, hey, we're going to take your streams. Hey, we're going to take this. Hey, we're going to take your money. Hey, you got to do this. Hey, you got to do that. No, I don't. I can go work for WCW and I could be pushed to the moon. You know what I mean? I can, I can go to TNA at one point and get... You know, impact, whatever it is. New Japan, I want them to be able to grow. So then hopefully in the WWE, they're able to like pick up their game. That's right. what I'm saying. Speaking of um, other companies, AEW, let's talk briefly about AEW. So Cody returned. Yes. It looks like Vintage Cody Rhodes. Yes. Back to being a brunette or black. It's not even brown. It's no. more black. It's like he kind of looked. It was like black and brown. It was like I'll take the one in the middle. You could tell like he just recently dyed his hair. Yeah, that's what it looked like. like and now we're fifteen gonna, minutes before he came out. And now we're gonna get this dog collar match this week on Dynamite for the TNT Championship, Brody Lee and Cody. But let's backtrack a little bit. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm a big fan of AEW, but I gotta call a spade a spade here. I feel mm. like the Cody segment that we got this week. I thought the promo was good. I, he's had better promos, but I, for the most part, his promo was good. I didn't like the him saying no at first, I don't accept, and then him going outside the ring and then going back and saying that he does. I think that was a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And then we got the brawl, right? We got the brawl, everybody in the ring, uh, Brody and Cody and everybody separating each other, right? Which, that was fine for what it was. What I didn't like is I didn't need Brandy to show up and fucking yeah. do a somersault off the top rope and land on the rest of the Dark Order, which... They legit caught her, and then they fell down. Because yeah. it was just too much. And this is no hate on Brandy. I'm a, I am like Brandy Rhodes. But just the, even the, 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 the her interaction with Anna Jay and the outside, and then Nyla got in and just started beating up women randomly. It was just too much. It was too much. Like, you didn't need the women for this segment. And, like, I, and keep, I don't want to Keep say, it simple. Yes, keep it simple. It was just too much. Like, Brandy doing the, somersla- the somersault on... The Dark Order didn't... It was unnecessary. It was just too much. Sometimes you need to keep things simple. Yeah. And that was just unnecessary. So I wasn't really into it. But I'm into this dog collar match that we're going to get this week on Dynamite. Well, hopefully we'll we'll get to to see where they go with this. Because again... By the way, I I don't think Cody needs to... Cody does need a strong win, but I don't want to see him take the title back. No. Because I like Brody as TNT champion. Because... And again, it goes back to where you don't need them to to win in order for them to be over. Like, and we talked about this with Cody Rhodes. He's already at a at a different level, right? Use them as you use these guys in the WWE to be able to get them 
uh, to the next level. Because remember, AW is in the growing stage. Right. WWE is in the maintaining stage. So with Cody, don't need the title. You need a receipt for what happened and how he beat him, but he doesn't need the title. No, he doesn't. I think Brody's doing a great job. Yep. All right. Uh, what else do we got? What else can we talk about before we wrap up? Oh, The Rock. He announced that the XFL's coming yes. back in 2022. McMahon has to be rolling over. Oh, wait. He's not there yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, but but he, he, he has to be. Because here's The Rock. You close for good. He buys it for pennies on the dollar. Does the whole w- He should do like an invasion angle, too. He d- <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question after you're done about The Rock. <laughs> he has to be mad. He has to be mad at the fact that here's a guy that used to work for me. And it's going to make my baby work better than me. Now, let's just say we live in a world where this could be plausible. What I'm about to ask you right now. Dale. What if somewhere down the line, I'll say, I don't know, let's say five years from now, right? Because uh-huh. listen, as Vince is getting older, we're going to keep getting ridiculous shit like retribution right now. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good stuff in WWE, including, you know, the stuff with Roman and The Fiend. And, you know, that's not even including NXT. But yeah, is there any chance one day The Rock buys WWE? Yes. So it's plausible. But is he going to run it? No. Okay. Like I see him maybe buying it and putting Triple H in charge. Okay. Like I because he's a smart businessman, right? And when you're when you're, I think C. Job said it. He's like, I don't need to know everything. I just need to know who I need to hire at those places, right? Like I don't know everything. 90% of the stuff that we've been able to grow here is because we've had people that have helped us and and have walked through with what we're doing, right? Even you, even me, we've learned how to do things, right? Mm-hmm. But The Rock doesn't need to do everything. Right. The Rock just needs to know who to put in place. Whether you like it or not, whether you like him or not, whether you hate him and everything. And I think that's why it's a reason. Again, everything's a work in my eyes. Why Stephanie sold her shares why uh, Triple H sold his shares. Mm -hmm. Again, you don't just sell shares because you need the money. You sell shares because you know something's going on. I don't want... My fear is I really don't want to see Disney on WWE. I don't. I know Disney buys up everything. But you know, know, it's a chance. I I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen at all. Yeah. Yeah, if I mean to go away. Dale, they're already starting to eat. You're back home, bro. You're back home. No, but but I don't want Disney to own them either, right? But, I mean, Disney owns everything. It's just, no, man. But, okay, but... I would rather be... Ha- I honestly would rather see a wrestler buy it than, than see... Uh, okay. Com- I, I don't want to see a, a corporate entity okay. like Disney and, and buy that, it. And, that, and that's fine, Right. What wrestler other than The Rock can you have owning the WWE or have the means to own WWE? <laughs> fantasy, fantasy books, yeah. 
Oh man, fucking Tony Khan WWE. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I would just say, and listen, I know people, people are that, that listen and, to this and he, he has oh the money. Oh my God, you guys are just marking out for AEW. No, I'm not saying is, that. But what I'm trying to yeah. say is like, listen, I don't even hate Vince McMahon. I don't. But he has an old way of thinking. And there's a lot sure. of things that are fucking questionable. And... You know, I would love to see Triple H take the reins, but maybe if a guy like The Rock was to buy the company, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But okay, because whether we like it or not, WWE is our baby. We've grown up with WWE. We're emotionally invested in the product. You know that every Monday you go home, you have a chance. You turn on the TV. You're going to look for USA. You're going to look for, you know, five five fifty if you have uh, Verizon. You know, on Thursdays you're going to look for Channel Five, Fox to look at. You know, Fridays. To look at SmackDown because it's already embedded into your DNA. Right. It's already encoded into what you do in your day to day. Right. Best case scenario, yes, a wrestler buys it because they understand the business. They understand not the business, business part, but the business as pro wrestling. Right? You don't want when WCW when Ted Turner owned WCW, yeah, he had money. But he was also invested in the product of wrestling. But the thing with Ted Turner was like, yes, he owned the company, but the person that ran it was Eric Bischoff. Why well, at its prime, you know, yeah. you know, in the no, 90s. but but that's what I'm saying. Like when AOL Time Warner bought it, forget the mystique, forget the the love, forget NWA, forget Ric Flair, forget Sting. Black and white numbers, red and green, or you know, deficit or or, or whatever. You don't have it. You don't have it. And the WWE has never been 100% on the up and up. They've had their down times. They've had their oh, good absolutely. times. Oh, absolutely. Fucking in the, what was it, the mid-90s, it was the worst time for them. Yeah, 92, 93. Yeah. Tatanka being a heel. Just saying. Ugh. But, again, do I want The Rock to buy it? Of course. To me, I feel like everything he does turns into gold, bro. But what if what if Disney buys seven dollars studios or whatever the hell it is? Seven bucks. Seven bucks. He not Disney's not buying that, bro. I don't see the why not because the, the Rock. Because listen, the Rock he bought the XFL, bro. This guy's trying to build. He wants to be Disney. The Rock wants mm -hmm. to be Disney, which is good. I don't. I don't see the Rock selling. To Disney, because the, the Rock, his conglomerate, no, but, he wants to be yeah, Disney. Okay, but, he but, wants to be maybe not in the sense like you know have Disney World stuff like that. I mean, unless that's something he wants to do. WWE World. Think, think about it. They should the Rock, have that. The yeah. Rock has his own game show. He has this. He has that. He has everything. He has his own like sports league. Oh goddamn! <laughs> uh, we bought the tequila. It's upstairs. Fuck. He has his own tequila. You see what I mean? Damn like, it. And I know I was saving. I was like, I want Mario to try. I'm, I'm telling you, Sorry. bro. The Rock, the Rock wants to be Disney. I don't see him selling his no, own no, no. Shit to well, okay, but, but one thing is not wanting to, and another one is having to. Another one is having to. Right. I, well, I don't see the Rock having. No, to no, sell no. And Disney. and and you know what? Best case scenario, the Rock or Tony Khan, and I'm okay with either Best one. Best case scenario, the Rock or Tony. Con buys WWE. And listen, we're just talking shit right now. We're not saying it's going to happen. Worst case scenario, <laughs> Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think we wrap up with that, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. So, quick, quick. Um, tonight is takeover. Yeah. Um, after this, I'm just gonna type up the the gimmick so we can post the the page out. You know, the the podcast out there, and I'm out of here because I want to watch takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Riley, Finn Balor, main event. I think this is gonna be a spectacular main event. I don't see Kyle Riley going Winning over. It. No. But I will say, and I guarantee it. I guarantee. Ding. Guarantee. After I say what I'm going to say, I guarantee that after this match, this is going to be his breakout moment. Okay. This is this Kyle is Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. After tonight's match, this is going to be his breakout moment, and I guarantee that. Okay. All right. There you go, Leo. Losradio.com, LRNnews.com, LRNlive.com. Just follow us. We're trying to beat Disney. Let's put it that way. I mean, you got a little glimpse of it. See, a lot of people don't even know about those calls. A lot of people don't know like what we're planning, right, bro? Oh yeah, that's bro. right. You know, to you know, to to step outside the box real quick. I got here like around two o'clock, and I was sitting here, you know, with you know, seeing Leo have like a press conference with like uh, with his other projects, Multi- that he does. multinationally. <laughs> you know, with the rest of his projects that he does, and I'm just sitting there like, "Yo, th- this guy's just like running a tight ship over I'm here." A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm tell you this: if I ever said that's good shit, you get to hit me. Oh, just saying. All right. You know what I mean? I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. You know what I mean? But just in case. No, but yeah, losradio.com. You can download the app. Um, and yeah, just uh, give us a follow wherever you guys are. And if you guys like soccer, you can listen to Futboleo. And if you guys like politics, you can listen to it on the foot. Uh, and we got a couple more shows coming. By the way, I'll okay. tell you about it later. Okay. Dale. All right. Uh, this weekend, I'm actually going to be heading over to Indianapolis. I'll be heading over to the GCW's Collective, uh, Black Label Pro, Joey Janela Spring Break, uh, Bloodsport, so many mm. fucking shows over there. So just wear your mask. If you're going out there, don't be a dick. Wear your mask. You know, we need to, if we want these independent shows to continue giving us these shows we've been lucky we've been getting some great independent shows yeah. you know you can order it on fight tv or or watch it on iwtv we have to do our part as the fan base and just you know follow the rules keep our distance and, and, wear our masks like we from what i've seen and from what people have told me they've gone to gcw shows especially in atlantic city yeah they they take their precautions nice. and Shout outs to them, you know. So if we want these shows to continue happening, you know, especially during the times that we're living in now, we got to do our part. We got to wear a mask. Yeah. And don't be that jerk that puts the mask and doesn't cover their nose. Oh, like the fucking jerk off the, earlier today when I was like, <laughs> and we didn't even talk about that one. So, so today at, at fucking, you know, at the ah. at the meet and greet for the Good Brothers, I'm in line. And listen, I hate everyone, so I really don't like to talk to people or whatever. You're, fucking, you're about to drop kick my son. There's some slap dick that was like ahead of me, and this guy's just yapping away with his mask off. He's like, put your fucking mask off, and why the fuck are you talking? Nobody nobody cares about how many fucking wrestlers you fucking met. Damn. 20, anyways. Th- 22. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'll be at the GCW Collective, so if you do yeah. see me, um, say what's up just, to me. Air, 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 keep come your, on. You give me a two sweet air, or air, a pound. Air too sweet. <laughs> Keep your distance. I'll be posting stuff on our Instagram page at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere. And you can find me at Radar Says 87. And that is it. Are you going to hit the music? There you go. Hey, bro. I-, I thought I was going to hit it. I wasn't sure, man. Well, we're in studio. I know, but before, yeah. when we used to come here every week or every two weeks to yeah, do the show, you, you would hit it. I would yeah. do the music. It's okay. It's okay. I got to get used to this again. Be in the <laughs> studio again. Look, check this out. Right? So now, you know how you say, like, you know, keep it ready on and stay too sweet? Right. 
Keep it rated R. Keep your distance and stay too sweet. I do like that. There you go. I do like that. <laughs> no, but, but again, you don't want to be that one guy that gets everybody infected with COVID and then we can't have no more shows. Just saying. I just, I don't know what's so hard of wearing your mask. I, I really, over your nose. I, I don't get it. Like, I should have gone up this. There's a guy like this. Like, hello. It goes over your nose, on your chin. Especially if these places are allowing, like me. Of course. They're allowing to have independent wrestling events or whatever. Again, it's their That's a blessing income. for us. Right. Help so them out. Why not wear your mask? If, if we're getting blessed with these shows and these meeting greets and all this stuff, just wear your mask. That's why we can't have nice things. You're absolutely right, especially when it comes to wrestling fans. Yeah. Wrestling fans are their own worst enemy. We are. We are. <sighs> I, like, listen, even today, going to meet the Good Brothers, man, I was like, I really don't miss wrestling fans. I'm just being honest. Bro. I miss the wrestlers. I don't miss the fans. I'm, yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. I miss seeing the wrestlers. I miss chopping it up with the wrestlers yeah. and going to wrestling shows. But By the way, I definitely it, don't miss the fans. Is it me or is this outro song like really long? There it is. It's been a while. For the old man Leo. Yeah. For Sammy Suplex. Yeah. I'm your truly Mr. Radar. Yeah. Keep it Radar. Wear your mask and stay too sweet.